Good morning and welcome to 5-Minute Inspirations. My name is Larry. I am your host. And we're going to continue today with part four of a series that I began the other day called God's Laws for the Game of Life. And I got to thinking about it and I was like, okay, how can I reconcile the fact that my program, my podcast is called 5-Minute Inspirations, but on occasion I've been known to go beyond five minutes. And I think I'll reconcile it like this. When I'm going to do a series like we're into right now, I'm going to allow myself to take the liberty to take more time than five minutes because there's so much information I want to get out to you. And I don't want to rush it. You know, when I'm not doing a series, then I'll, you know, do a podcast episode and I'll keep it more to five minutes or so. Can we agree on that? Well, praise God. Well, God bless you. And again, thank you for tuning in and listening to the program today. Now, Yesterday, we discussed God's law of seed time and harvest as it relates to your choice of actions, right? And if you missed any of the segments, please go back and take a listen at them so you can get all caught up with us. We learned that your intentional action will set this law of seed time and harvest into motion. And there's so many biblical, biblical examples that illustrate, illustrate this truth. Do you remember Jacob, whose very name, his name means the swindler, or we would say today the con artist. Man, he was quite deceitful in his deeds. On one occasion, he actually dressed up like his brother Esau and then presented himself to his father who couldn't have seen anyway. And Jacob, impersonating his brother Esau, stole the blessing that his dad pronounced over him. It was supposed to be pronounced over Esau. And his dad thought that that was Esau. So Jacob stole the blessing. I mean, that's the way he rolled. He was just deceitful. He was just getting over on people. Well, check this out. Many years later, He messed around and fell in love with this girl, (laughs) you know, and he went and sought the approval of her dad so they can get married and everything. And Jacob had met his match, Laban. Laban was the girl's dad. He was a carn artist himself. And he lied to, took advantage of and deceived Jacob over and over again. Man, that just goes back to show whatever you intentionally do to others, it's going to later come back and be intentionally done back to you. (laughs) Now, we're going to continue in our discussion about God's law of seed time and harvest, which I have referred to as the granddaddy law above all other laws in the game of life. Today, I will share with you how God's law of seed time and harvest applies with regard to your words. The words that you choose to speak. Now, perhaps you might immediately ask the question, what in the world does what I say have to do with what happens in my life? (laughs) Now, let me remind you, though, let's take the position that we've all adapted with regard to the law of seed time and harvest when it relates to crops. In other words, we don't understand how an acorn can turn into an oak tree, but we've accepted it to be a reality and we've learned what to do to set the law into motion. So let's take that same attitude as we're going to talk today about how the words that you speak have a tremendous impact upon your day to day life experience. Okay. Now, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Whoa, death, life in the power of the of the tongue. Hmm. (laughs) All right. So now we're learning that so far we've learned that there are two different conditions that when met set God's law of seed time and harvest into action in our lives. We talked yesterday about what you did, what you do, what you do intentionally that will activate God's law of seed time and harvest to produce a future harvest for you in your life. And we're talking about today the fact that what you say, so what you do 
and what you say, both of those things are conditions that ignite. It's kind of like if you want to get some chips. Out, I don't know where this came from. Maybe I'm hungry. If you want to get some chips out of the vending machine. All right. You see the chips staring right at you through the glass, right? What? What do you have to do? You got to get your money together. And once you put your money in there, the right amount of money, then the law is activated that causes the machine to turn that little dial or whatever and, and pop them chips on down to you. Right? You can do all kind of other things. Talk to them chips. Kick the machine. You can do all kinds of things. But the machine ain't going to respond until the condition required is met. When you put your little money in there and you put enough of it in there, bing, it clicks on and everything's cool. You get your chips, right? So that's what we're talking about. The conditions, what you do and then what you say from, with a conviction, those are two conditions that we found out which will put the law of seed time and harvest into operation in your life. Okay? Now, let's go ahead and pick back up. Let's see. Um... What do I want to say here now? Now, let me say this also. Some people know what I'm talking about. I'm, I keep talking about God's law of seed, time, and harvest. Some people might know it as cause and effect. Well, we, we're talking about the same thing, okay? I just have referred to call it the way that God calls it in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Now, how can it be that something as seemingly insignificant as words that I speak could be so powerful? Well, see, the real deal is the fact that in Genesis 1.26, we learn that God made us like him. He made us from his own pattern. The word of God says in Genesis 1.26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So see, it's because all of mankind has been made in God's image and after his likeness. Uh, James chapter 3 verses 8 and 9 James chapter 3 and verses 8 and 9 Let's see what it says It says But no man can tame the tongue It is an unruly evil Full of deadly poison With it bless We bless our God and Father And with it We curse men Listen to this part Who have been made In the similitude of God Oh glory Thank you Lord You see what it's saying there See mankind Has been made According to God's mold You and I Were made After the similitude of God According to the way That he's made Now let me add something To what I was saying earlier It's not the case That just any old Utterance out of your mouth Will set the law Of seed time and harvest Into motion in your life Mm -mm. It's the words That you speak from an inner conviction that are the ones that will activate the law. So if you're just saying a bunch of crazy stuff <laughs> that you don't even really believe or desire, it won't flip the switch, so to speak. But a very important thing that I must make you aware of, however, is that whatever you continue to say, you will eventually come to believe or accept as true. Why do you think that daily affirmations which is a practice that many have taught and continue to teach. Why do you think that daily affirmations work? Why do they produce such positive changes in the lives of many? It's because even though you may not believe your words initially, through repetition over days and weeks, you'll finally arrive to a place of conviction about what you're saying. And then, as you speak those very same words from this place of conviction, bing, 
God's law of seed time and harvest is activated. Are you with me? In Mark eleven twenty three, Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus laid down such a powerful truth that he had to preface it by telling his hearers, "Look, I'm really telling the truth, y'all. Listen up, I'm really telling the truth here, huh? <laughs> it's it's amazing. It, what he was about to share with them in Mark eleven twenty three, he started out by saying, "Assuredly, I say to you." He was like, I know that when you hear what I'm about to say, it's going to be hard for you to believe it. It's going to be hard for you to accept it. Nevertheless, it is so very true. See, Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus said, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Now, why could Jesus speak this truth with such assurance? It's because he's fully aware of the fact that we have been made. God made us after his own mold. And that's how God rolls. Man, if you want to get a glimpse of the power of words in action, I encourage you to head on over there and check out Genesis chapter one. Man, you read that Genesis chapter one. It's, and God said, and it was so. And God said, and it was so. And God said, I mean, I think it appears about 11 times in that chapter, that phrase about God said, and a little bit further, you see, and it was so. So, see, and you've been made in his image and after his likeness. Tell me your words don't have power. Glory to God. Now, did you know that you can literally destroy your life by your words? Why? It's because just as soil will work indiscriminately to grow whatever seed is planted into it, so will God's law of seed time and harvest go into operation to produce in your life whatever you say and really believe. But by the same token, you can improve your life by speaking right words. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 13, the wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous will come through trouble. And the implication there is, the wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips or he's trapped. He's 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 trapped by the trans by the stuff he lets come out of his mouth. But the righteous by the stuff he lets come out of his mouth will come through trouble. Ooh, Lord, I'm giving you a lot of scriptures today. OK, I mean, this is ammo. This is this is what we need. This this feeds your inner man. Another scripture, Proverbs 29, verse 20, Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 20 says, do you see a man hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Oh, Lord Jesus, he, he ain't calling no names, did he? Do you see a man that's always just, just running off at the mouth, ain't thinking about what he's saying, just saying a whole bunch of stuff? The Bible says there's more hope for a fool than for him. Why? It's because this dude is running off his mouth, saying all kinds of crazy and often degrading things about himself without thinking first. And if he keeps it up, he'll come to where he really believes that stuff. And then... Bingo, he just set God's law into motion to produce situations that agree with what he's been saying. See, you should never say or declare things over your life that you don't want to experience. Do you remember the characteristics of the characteristic of all laws that we talked about on the first day of the series? I talked about the fact that the law shows no favoritism. I mean, my juicer will turn on for an inquisitive little two-year-older just as the same, just as it would turn on for me. Why again is that? It's because whenever the conditions are met, the law 
of seed time and harvest kicks into gear. I mean, it's really just that simple. So I'll repeat as we close. We've learned of two conditions which, when presented, will set the law of seed time and harvest into effect. Number one is what you do. What you do, that's why Jesus said in Luke 6, 31, he said, as you would that men should do to you, do you also to them likewise. Why is that? Why should I do unto others as I would have them to do to me? Because what I do to others is what other people are going to do to me. Huh? <laughs> that might sound like a tongue twister, but take it, go, go back over it and hit that little thing on, your, on our little app where you can slow down the, the talking. As you would that men should, as you desire that men should do to you, that's the way you do to other people. Because whether you like it or not, what you put out is going to be put out right back to you. It's your choice. So, again, we found out two conditions that get that law into, into action. Number one is what you do. And number two is what you say. What you say and you really believe is activating, just like putting that money in that machine. It's activating that machine. And it's going to produce for you according to what you selected. What you do and what you say. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth and the recompense of a man's hands will be rendered to him. Now, if they ain't making it plain, ain't nothing making it plain. He's saying the very, that, that's exactly what he's saying. He's saying, look, a man will be satisfied by the fruit of his mouth, according to what he's saying. And the recompense or the reward of a man's hands, that's talking about what he does, will be rendered to him. So what you say is going to produce fruit in your life. What you do is going to produce fruit in your life. Bueno. <laughs> now you got me going to Spanish, my Lord. Okay, so now I'm going to wrap it up. The next time that we get together, we're going to talk about yet a third trigger that causes God's law of seed time and harvest to go into effect. And as I promised you, we're going to talk some about what many are referring to as the law of attraction. I want to show you how it is simply a part of God's design. It's a further manifestation of God's granddaddy law of seed time and harvest on yet another level in our lives. Okay? So, gosh, it's my prayer and my earnest desire that you're feeling a little bit more inspired than you did well, about five minutes ago. May the Lord bless you with a beautiful day. And hey, don't forget to let me hear from you. I want to know what's on your heart. I want to know what thoughts you're thinking about what I'm, what I'm sharing. And we will see you again on our next episode. This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations. Peace.